Hey everybody, it's Dr. Heidi, your Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing Specialist. This is It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. Um, I mentioned a few episodes ago that I had a goal by June that I wanted to hit 50,000 listens uh, by June and we are very, very close. So if you have found that the content of this podcast has helped you and you know anybody else that may benefit from our experiences, please forward them the link to the podcast because it would be so cool if we could hit the 50,000 um, by June. So that's fun. Very hot where I am today, but I guess that's what Memorial Day weekend is. And um, I know that holiday weekends and long weekends and holidays and uh, big events in general can be very taxing on you if you are involved in a toxic relationship, if you are involved in a toxic family, or if you're involved in any type of environment that is unhealthy for you. So a couple tips before I actually start what I want to talk about today. Remember that toxic people need control, power, attention, and admiration. So when holidays, long weekends, group get-togethers, and big events are ruined, it is because of the attention factor. Okay, holidays and special occasions, graduations, birthdays, gatherings, friends, take your attention off of them. So if they don't have your full attention, they will do something to get it. Um, say they're not going or canceling plans, pick a fight before you leave, um, throw a whole slew of criticisms at you right before you have to go somewhere so you end up being completely, totally upset. Um, but the reason they do that is because then your attention goes off of the friends that you're going to you know, have fun with or the event you're going to celebrate or the band you're going to listen to or the picnic or the boating or whatever it is that you have going on, your attention immediately goes to the toxic person. And because they want your attention all the time, that's why they pull what they do on the holidays. They want the attention, whether it's positive or negative. So if your attention is flighting out just a little bit um, and they're not getting enough of it, that is why holidays get ruined. So as you go through this weekend, just remember in your head, that's what it is. That's the whole reason for the upset during the holidays and the special events. If you want to hear more on that, you can message me or if you have a particular, um, you know, situation, jump into the Strength Within support group on Facebook. Uh, you just search Strength Within. It, it comes up pretty easily. There's a few questions you need to answer, but um, there is a lot of support, healthy support in that group. That is a very positive group. Uh, we don't do a lot of complaining about the toxic person. We don't do a lot of focusing on the toxic person. If somebody has put their situation out there, almost immediately there is some support within that group. And I like it to be there when um, my staff and my team cannot or your support system cannot be there. The Strength Within group on Facebook is proving to be a huge help and encouragement for, for many. So what I wanted to talk about a little bit today on the podcast is I had a question come in during one of my live videos that I had done with, within the Strength Within group. And it was how you deal with the betrayal um, of a toxic person. And so 
as I was doing that Facebook Live, which was very short, and I started talking, I really thought that the aspect of betrayal needed to be addressed in a little more depth. So that's what I wanted to talk about today because I'm seeing a lot of, like I said, motion in the community of clients and um, the people in the support group. There's a lot of people making life decisions. There's a lot of people progressing. There's a lot of people choosing themselves and wanting to step out of an unhealthy environment. So these feelings of betrayal are popping up. So it's perfect timing. But it, it led me to look up, obviously, the definition of betrayal. And the definition is the act of deliberate disloyalty. So misleading or deceiving when someone abuses you or hurts you or cheats on you or lies to you and probably several other things by putting their self-centered interests first. So that's betrayal in a nutshell. You know, betrayal is a huge, huge thing. Examples of betrayal, uh, we always, you see it in the war movies. You know, somebody betrays their country or betrays their side of of the war. Uh, the other examples of betrayal are um, false or disloyal to your spouse or to a cause that you've stood for. Breach of confidence is a form of betrayal, which is someone telling your secrets or you telling other people's secrets. To be led astray or tricked is another type of, of betrayal. If, if you're unknowingly taking advantage, been taken advantage of, that will feel like betrayal. And cheating, betrayal of wedding vows, um, maybe in a parental sense, parents are supposed to guide and love their children. So if there's a toxic upbringing, you probably felt a lot of betrayal of, from your parents toxic parent when you compared it your life to other people who had caring parents um, saying one thing and doing another I believe is a form of betrayal so when we are in a toxic relationship looking back it's really all betrayal right because it starts out with the love bombing which is falsifying themselves to fit your life so that you feel like you've met the perfect person or you've met the perfect friend. And then all of the things that they find out about you or um, you've trusted them with, they actually later in the relationship use those things against you. So from the very beginning of a toxic relationship with the love bombing stage, the betrayal begins. So how do I deal with the betrayal was the question that had come in um, through the Facebook. And I know, because it happened to me, we tend to wait for one big thing to happen and that's when we're going to leave. Or um, if they just do one more thing, I've had it, right? And I know that sometimes it takes that push for them to do one more thing to push us to leave. But then what happens is... Or, or to push us to leave or to push us to stop communicating or to push us to choose ourselves and change the dynamic of the relationship. And then when we do that, we're not sure how to deal with this thing that they call betrayal. And, you know, how do you get over it? How do you wrap your head around what it even is? You know, what does betrayal feel like? What is it supposed to feel like? Does it go away or does it stay there? Betrayal does not come with instructions. Okay, but 
the truth about betrayal is it's not really an emotion. So you feel betrayed, but at the same reason, but at the same time, feeling betrayed doesn't say the same thing as if you're feeling sad, right? That's why people have a hard time dealing with the betrayal. Uh, betrayal is comes with a long string of emotions that show up at different times. When you're when you first realize that you've been betrayed, there's probably some surprise, some sadness, maybe some confusion, right? Anger, fear, maybe hate, the the feeling of rejection. All of those feelings are going to work through this betrayal um, cesspool of toxicity. So once again, how do you deal with the betrayal? Well, the sad thing about betrayal is it causes the person who's betrayed to question their judgment, question their ability to trust. And so being betrayed is going to make you very gun shy. And, you know, I work with people every day of my life, working them, walking them through the betrayal process. And that's exactly what it is. Um, Why is betrayal such a huge process? Because in order for you to be betrayed by someone, it has to be somebody that you initially trusted. So it's someone who you have invested time in. It's from someone who you have put forth an effort to keep a relationship, right? So betrayal is kind of a grieving process because betrayal is a loss. It is a loss of the trust. It is a loss of the relationship in general. It's a loss of security. So it's a little bit like the grieving process for death or divorce. There's not a ton of closure with betrayal. So you have to kind of let the process happen and go through it, addressing every single emotion that comes up. Now, see if I can explain this right. I talk to people all the time and and they all say, well, if I could just catch them doing one more thing, or if, if they would just yell at me one more time, or if, and we're waiting for this one more time thing, right? Okay, what is the matter with the 600 times that they've already proven to be betraying you? Well, I call that something like betrayal blindness, okay? That is being blind to betrayals within a relationship that is supposedly supposed to be trusting in order to keep or preserve that relationship because we depend on it. So, and everybody, every single one of you listening knows exactly what I've been talking about. You've been betrayed all along because we went, we talked about what betrayal is. It's someone lies to you, cheats on you, cheats you, abuses you, or hurts you for their own self-centered needs right? So when you're in a toxic environment or a toxic relationship, you've been being betrayed all along. So it's always kind of mind boggling to me why we wait for just one more thing. And I think it's because of the betrayal blindness that we have. We really feel like all the little things and all the things before, because we have been blind to them to preserve the relationship, we feel like they really don't count. 
So then we really got to catch them doing something or they really got to fly off the handle or they really have to do something big for me to justify making a change. So as you go through these toxic relationships, the betrayal blindness gets bigger and bigger. And what happens when you have the betrayal blindness? You're accepting everything that they're doing. So then when something big happens, all of a sudden you decide to change the dynamic and they're like, wait, what? All of a sudden, this wasn't that bad. You know, I don't think that's any worse than anything else I've been doing. And they might be exactly right. They might have been doing this all along, but because you were so insistent on keeping that relationship solid, you pretended it wasn't betrayal. And betrayal hurts because betrayal, you have to go through the surprise, the rejection, the sadness, the confusion, the anger, the fear, the hate. You have to go through all of that. And to do that every day over and over when you're in an environment that is cyclic and the toxicity replays itself over and over, it is difficult to keep a relationship going while you're dealing with all those emotions. You know, we talked about it a little bit a couple podcasts ago. You know, we get numb. We don't let ourselves get happy. We don't let ourselves get sad. If we're numb, we feel like we can handle it. And it's the same thing with betrayal. If we just, if we just pretend it didn't happen, tomorrow morning we'll get up and everything will be okay. And we'll kind of be back to square one until it circles around and happens again. So if you are in an environment right now where you're waiting for them to do just one more thing, okay, let's, let's go back and let's start writing a toxic timeline down. Let's see how many things you've already been betrayed on and never let yourself go through the process of healing from it. Because that's exactly what it is. When, when you are betrayed and it is a process like grieving, you have to allow yourself to go through it. So to understand and to work through the betrayal, my suggestion would be to identify every single emotion that you're feeling when you feel you've been betrayed. You know, the surprise. Why are you surprised? You know, and I bet if you start thinking, why am I surprised? This is the 15th time this has happened. I posted something this morning that said, learn to expect it and don't accept it. Because eventually nothing surprises us, right? But to understand and to work through it, you have to put a name on the emotions that you're going through in the grieving process or the loss process or the betrayal process. Know that this has been there all along, but it's because of the, because of the blindness that we choose to protect the relationship. We didn't want to see it or we pretended it wasn't there. So we find ourselves waiting for them to do something big so we feel okay about leaving. And I know, I know you're sitting there going, that's exactly what I feel like. Yet, because I've brushed all of these 22 other things under the rug, I feel like now it's not fair for me to bring it up or it's not fair for me to count those particular instances because I didn't say anything at the time. You have permission to leave or to change or to quit or to end or to no contact anybody at any time if the relationship is unhealthy for you. If you've been hurt, if you've been cheated on, if you've been abused, if you've been lied to for somebody else's benefit and 
they knowingly took advantage of your kind, caring, compassionate personality, you have permission to change the dynamic of that relationship anytime you want. You don't have to wait for a reason to validate that you're changing it. And I really want you to think this week about how many times you've put on the betrayal blinders. Because remember, there's a lot of different types of betrayal and telling secrets or embarrassing you in public or, you know, um, causing a scene so that you look like a bad person. Those are all betrayal, especially in an intimate relationship where marriage vows have been taken. Marriage vows are your word. And when you put the word out there and then turn around and do the opposite, that is betrayal. So keep in mind that if you are waiting for just one more thing and that'll be it, start adding up all the other times they've betrayed you because they still count. They don't just go away even though you feel like because you haven't said something about it or you haven't done something about it, you don't feel justified in making the change unless something else happens. And I know it. I did it exactly you know I learned a lot when I when I started thinking about what do I want to talk about when I'm talking about betrayal you know it is not one last final betrayal it is a relationship that is made up of betrayal so make sure you're not sitting in the middle of betrayal blindness uh, right now in the relationship that you're in you don't have to wait for one more thing you don't have to wait for one more holiday to be ruined. You don't have to wait to catch them um, being dishonest. You don't have to wait for them to lie again. You don't have to catch them cheating. You don't have to wait for them to embarrass you in public or tear you down or criticize you. You get to do it right now because chances are it's been happening over and over. Now, if you have removed yourself and you are trying to process through the betrayal because of course, you're surprised and you're hurt at the very beginning. Start writing your emotions down. What am I feeling today? Some people love to journal. Some people don't love to journal. However you can put in your mind what you're feeling that day is going to help you move through the process because betrayal is not going to have closure, just like the toxic relationship doesn't have closure. You will need to accept an apology that you're not going to get in order to move on after being betrayed by a toxic person. So stay very in tune with what you're feeling. And that's a lot to ask for people who've been in it and are numb to their feelings. Feeling is yucky. Feeling is uncomfortable. You're safer when you're not feeling. We've all been there. Don't, don't make me happy. Don't make me sad. I'll just stay kind of here right in the lukewarm gray area so that nothing affects me. You don't grow that way. You don't heal that way. You don't recover that way. You need to start feeling. So if you're dealing with betrayal, you need to start writing down the feelings or keeping them in your phone or just stopping yourself for two seconds to say, yeah, I was betrayed and I'm feeling really sad about it. I'm feeling rejected and here's why I'm feeling rejected. And the more you do that, the more you will process the actual healing from being betrayed. So that was something I really, really feel like a lot of you are going to benefit from. Don't wait. You don't have to wait. And again, I sit on this side of the microphone as a marriage advocate. 
okay, I am not going to tell you who's toxic in your life and who is not toxic. You must decide who's healthy for you and who's not healthy for you. And if you have questions about that and how to figure it out, that's exactly what my team and I do at Coaching with Dr. Heidi. We teach you so you understand and you can move through it. You can't move through anything if you don't understand it. And I couldn't move myself forward and I couldn't heal until I understood it. And that's what my team and I want to offer people. Anybody who's in any type of toxic relationship. And they come in many shapes and sizes. So if you're not in that Strength Within support group, I would really encourage you getting in it. Especially for weekends like this. I'm, I'm not going to be available the entire weekend. I've got some family stuff. So the Strength Within, somebody will be in there all the time. Um, but thanks for listening. And I'm going to get back with you guys next week. I know there's some of you that are waiting for the link to sign up for the online group coaching. And um, like I said, it's probably my fault. I like a lot of stuff changed on the website. So they're working on that. And as soon as I have the registration link, you guys will be the first to know. Um, but in the meantime, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Do something fantastic for yourself. And I will just talk to you next week.